Here's a thought about global shutters. I know. What the heck is a global shutter? It's a new way of readout for a digital camera that will flush everything that comes into every single pixel all at once, simultaneously, instead of doing it row by row by row, which takes a fraction of a second and leads, if we're not careful, to that jello effect that happens when you pan quickly, for example, from left to right, and you see all the verticals lean in one direction or another. That's the problem without a global shutter. A global shutter eliminates that problem because it reads out the entire shutter at once. It's a technology that's been in the works for a number of years. Finally, Sony has announced a camera that uses a global shutter. And wowee, we should all be impressed with the amazing technology and how this is going to completely revolutionize photography, according to the words of Sony. Because one of the things it will allow us to do is have very, very fast readouts, which means that this camera can shoot 120 frames per second. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody needs that somewhere, I'm sure. Maybe sports photographers, maybe wildlife photographers, maybe photographers at the Olympics or something. But for the vast majority of us, The only thing 120 frames per second proves to me is that the real money behind the research and development of this global shutter is, of course, the hard drive manufacturers (laughs) who are anticipating that all of our hard drives are suddenly going to get too small because we'll be shooting at 120 frames a second. Holy moly. But you can have this new capability for the measly purchase price of $6,000 for the camera body all by itself. No lenses, no accessories, probably just has one battery. (laughs) You'd think for $6,000 they could give you two batteries. And I'm sure that Sony is thrilled with this technological development, and I'm sure that there are a few photographers in the world Who knows, maybe many photographers in the world who will be thrilled to have this capability. To me, it just is a classic indication of how the technology is being driven by engineers rather than photographers. Seems like to me, Cartier-Bresson had a camera that did about one frame every two seconds, (laughs) and he did pretty well. I don't think he needed 120 frames per second. My camera does 30 frames a second, and I've never figured out why I need that, let alone four times that. But, as I say, the technology is not being driven by photographers. It's being driven by engineers and perhaps a very fringe element in photography. And we see that more and more and more which I think is not necessarily healthy for photography. Those kinds of technological advancements separate the people who have the means to purchase those cameras and use those cameras, etc., from regular folks. (laughs) And it sort of reminds me of the fact that whether or not you're a very accomplished painter or an absolute amateur painter, the cost of paints is the same to either one of you. 
whether or not you are the world's greatest poet or a brand new poet who's making your very first haiku, the cost of pencils, or as far as that goes, a typewriter or a laptop, are the same. But that's not the case in photography. And there are certain aspects of photography that just require an incredibly intense amount of investment, making four-foot-by-six-foot prints. The average photographer can't do that because they can't afford the printer and the ink and the paper and the mat board and the framing and the storage. And the more these certain segments of photography become accessible only to the financially elite, I think that creates a division in the photographic world that is not healthy in the long run. I love the idea that photography is a democratic art medium and that almost anybody can afford to buy a camera. But more and more, particularly in the last dozen years, I'm seeing that separation become greater and greater as cameras went from $1,000 to $2,000 to $3,000 to $4,000, now $6,000. And we're not even talking medium format cameras yet. I understand the realities of manufacturing, but I also understand the budgets of everyday people. Copyright 2023, Lenswork Publishing.